0: Hi this is Bill Bishop and today we're going to talk about some more big idea marketing strategies. Today I want to help you figure out how you can make maybe 10 times more money. Increase your prices 10 times. Now most people immediately think well there's no way I can raise my prices because I'll lose all kinds of customers. And if you do it the traditional way I would say that you probably are in danger of doing that because you have competition that would say, you know, listen, you know, you don't have to pay 10 times. We can sell it to you for X dollars and they're going to beat you out. So, so typically we really never figure out how to raise our prices. And uh, it's really frustrating because then our margins are low and we're not making very much money. And if you're not making a good margin on your business, then it's very hard to grow your business because you have no resources to do that. So we gotta figure out how are you gonna make, I'm gonna think 10 times more, like charge 10 times more for doing this, uh, for what you're doing. So, um, so the thing is, uh, it's all about how you think. So I've been doing this for 30 years. I've been helping entrepreneurs come up with big ideas and package what they're doing and price what they're selling. And um, and I always see that there's this uh, roadblock there in their mind. Well, I, I can't raise my prices, otherwise I'm going to lose customers. So we got to get past that roadblock, that mental roadblock. So the way to do that is to think about Starbucks. Um, so imagine it's 1990, and you meet up with this fellow. His name is Howard Schultz, and he's got this idea for a business called Starbucks. And his plan is, is that he says, "I'm going to get people to pay five dollars for a cup of coffee." So maybe we're, uh, maybe we're drinking our cup of coffee here in 1990, and uh, Howard Schultz says, "I'm going to get people to pay five bucks for a cup of coffee." Well, at that point, you're thinking, "God, the guy's completely loony Tunes," because uh, right now, you know, a cup of coffee's 50 cents, right? And why would anybody pay 10 times more for a cup of coffee? So most people at that point would just forget it and say, it's not going to happen, never going to happen, stupid idea. All we would end up doing is losing all our customers who would just go to another place to get the cheaper coffee. So that would be the end of it. So that's the mental roadblock right there. Okay, so that's, uh, I call it old factory thinking. Uh, We're not, we're not, we're not using the kind of thinking it's going to help us. We're using thinking that's going to stop us from getting anywhere. So so that's what most people do. They just stop right there. Nobody would ever pay 10 times more. And I'm sure that would be in your industry if you were to propose that to people. So, um, but, that's, but l- let's look at what's going on. You know, all these years later, Starbucks has millions of people every day lining up. For a $5 cup of coffee. As a matter of fact, they even have one that's $8. So uh, they've gone even beyond that. So what did Starbucks do to get people to pay 5 bucks or more for a cup of coffee? Well, the first thing they did was they didn't listen to all those people in their industry. They didn't just go, oh yeah, you're right. You know, that's a stupid idea. They they said, okay, we're going to use a different thinking process. And this is all part of the new factory thinking that we talk about in our business here so they used a different way of thinking they said okay let's imagine a cup of coffee and it's got five dollars written on it there as the price what would we have to do to get people to pay that we don't know yet we have no idea but let's just imagine it let's just brainstorm some ideas you see now one of the things they did was they said okay well there's only so far we can go with the coffee itself i mean you know, it's a matter of preference, really. We can certainly make it better. We can offer different kinds of coffee. We can add little, you know, extra little things. We can have different sizes and so on. Um, we can put people, you know, we can, you know, tell them we got great coffee. So that, that's certainly good to do. But they realized that that wouldn't be enough to get 10 times more. So they started to think of all the things that they could package around it to add that added value. So think about it. What did they do? Well, they uh, created these really nice uh, places that you can go. They're like a, they thought of it as the third place, right? You have your work, you have your home, and now you would have this third place that you could hang out with, hang out, you know, nice couches and fireplaces and stuff like that. Make it cozy. Um, they they had uh, they they used names. they 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 said if you order a a regular, I guess this would be a regular here. Um, that would be a grande. And if you're a bigger one, it's a vente. So they use kind of fancy words. Um, they, uh, also, uh, now you order it from a barista not just from some guy behind a counter. It's a barista. That sounds good. You know, they created a whole atmosphere, a whole experience around it. Right. And, um, so that, so when people go into Starbucks, I'm one of them, I'm a, Starbucks crazy person Um, I go in there I I feel kind of I'm getting a special treat I'm feeling kind of special I just feel good I have a different feeling there than if I go into some other place like guys today I was at another place very nice place I didn't have that feeling I don't know didn't give me that feeling probably the coffee was actually better but I didn't have the feeling you see so they also created what I call emotional value so that's Starbucks, and I'm just using it as an example. But the idea is that they said, let's figure out how we can take the commodity, which is the coffee, and surround it with a package of things that would add value. And, uh, and, then, and then they put that out there, and people flocked to it, um, and they, they liked it. So, so the key was that they didn't get stuck on no one will ever pay 10 times more. So I'm hoping that we can get you to think that way too. So so first thing is we say okay we're going to keep whatever it is you're selling, I call it your hot dog, okay? Just think of it as whatever I'm selling is a hot dog because chances are it's become a commodity like coffee. A cup of coffee is a commodity because there's you know you can get it pretty well anywhere, not a little, lot of differentiation. So you have your version of that in your business, in your industry. So uh, what could what would we could then do to say okay, what Let's think of another box, ten times bigger. Uh, that would be, let's say you were charging typically a thousand dollars for whatever it is you do. Okay, just think about that. Because everybody's got their number, right? Everybody's got a price. So you'd say, okay, I'm charging a thousand dollars. Let's think of another package. In addition to that, that would be ten thousand dollars. What would that, what would that be like? So then we go, Well, I don't know. I get, one, you would probably immediately go, oh, I don't know if anybody would ever pay. 10 times more. So we'll just move past that and say, don't think that way right now. And then we'd say, what do we got to put in that box in order to get people to pay 10 times more? What do we got to put in there? So you might start to go, well, actually we could put this in there and that in there. And you'd be more able to, because you said, well, if we got paid $10,000, we'd be at all, at all kinds of ingredients in there. So, so this is a way to open up your mind to, potential things that you could do for your customers or clients that you might not have thought of before because you think, well, I would never do that because no one would ever pay me. Another way of looking at it is to say, we have our hot dog, and then this is going to be a gourmet meal. What would all the elements be of a gourmet meal? What would that, what would make it gourmet? And obviously one of the things that makes a gourmet meal better than a hot dog is it has more expensive ingredients in the meal, right? Okay, so so this is all analogies, right? And sometimes we have we get a little confused by analogies because we think, okay, wait a minute, I'm not selling hot dogs and I'm not selling coffee, but that's not what how we use analogies, right? We we use them as the way of thinking about it. So we think I've got fast food hot dog and I want to have a gourmet meal. My hot dog's thousand dollars my gourmet meal would be $10,000. What would it be? What would I have in that? Okay, and then and then what you do is you go out in the marketplace and you say, okay, I have two things now. I have my, regular, my typical thing, which is the $1,000, as you're all familiar with, and now I have a, something else that's $10,000. Which one would you like? Now, probably most of them are still going to go for the $1,000 one, but there's the odd one that's going to say i want the thousand dollars sorry the ten thousand dollar one they actually will because they're they're thinking i actually want all that stuff thank you for offering it to me and you'll be like wow and then suddenly you'll be a big believer in the whole thing and be glad wish be wishing you'd done it 10 10 years ago right 20 years ago um so the other thing is there's no risk to this you see there's no risk at all because you haven't raised your prices. You're still charging $1,000 for the hot dog. So, you know, nobody can say you've raised the price there. You've just added on something else. That's all you've done. Now, the only risk is, is not to offer the $10,000 one. Why is that a risk? Because one of your customers who's looking for something better may, or your prospects even, may just go somewhere else Um Because they don't want a $1,000 hot dog. They want a $10,000 gourmet meal. And if you don't have it, then they're going to go somewhere else. So the risk is actually not having it at all. Now, in another concept that I'm going to talk about, then we get into the three boxes. And the three boxes is they actually had a third one on the end there Um, that would be like $100,000. So now we would have a $1,000 package, a $10,000 package, and a $100,000 package. Package and guess which one most people will go for now. Well, most people, if they have the money, will go for the $10,000 one because it's in the middle. So these two concepts—the $5 cup of coffee—and later on when I talk about it, the uh, three boxes are actually uh, related, right? But we'll get just get started with this having two for now, just so you can get your uh, you, get your uh, legs under you when it comes to this concept. Now, you know, um, I did this in my business. It was transformative, really. So for the first 10 years of my business, I was essentially a penguin uh, selling hot dogs. And we were making, at best, $100 an hour uh, selling marketing services because it was very competitive. People could shop around, and I really couldn't charge much more than that. So I said, okay, well, what would be my uh, $5 cup of coffee? And so what we did was, well, we want to create a program and be like marketing architects and create a whole process and a program and what would we put in it? How would that work? And gradually we got more and more people doing that. So we're easily making $750 an hour based on the program and based on the amount of time we were spending. And we, one thing we realized was it wasn't about the time anymore. It was really about the results. So when people come up with a big idea with us, we're always thinking about how can we get this big idea to generate a profit uh, or at least a price, but ideally a profit, 10 times bigger than what the standard thing is right now. What what would that be? So it's kind of cool because you can allow yourself to imagine such a thing. And um, one of the principles we work from is that sometimes uh, if you charge more, some people will want that more expensive thing. Like they actually don't want always the cheapest thing. Sometimes people want something that's much more expensive. And uh, if we don't offer it to them, then we're not going to make that sale. So, so actually not everybody is trying to get the cheapest price. Somebody, some people, a lot of people say, so I really only want to spend 50 cents for a cup of coffee. I get it. But there's going to be some people are going to say, you know what? I have the money and I'd really like something better. I'll pay the $5. For the cup of coffee, so uh, so that's that's the um, that's the, the principles behind it, right? Okay, and I have, I have lots of um, clients that have done this, and well, all of them really, ultimately, and and they all have come back to me and said, "Oh my goodness, you know, I uh, I wish I had done this 10 or 20 years ago because it makes so much sense. I just my mind was stuck in the no one will ever pay more." So why do I even bother? Why would I even bother trying? And if I do charge more, then I'm just going to lose customers. So they were completely caught up in a sort of a, you know, an, an unhelpful way of thinking. And that, that's something I will emphasize over and over again in these, uh, these talks is that the way we think is often the, the, the problem. You know, it's not—it's not—not so much what we're doing; it's how we're thinking first, because we think and then we do. So, well, therefore, um, if we're thinking a certain way or a way that's not helpful, then maybe what we're doing isn't helpful either. So, I and our my work here and our work—we uh, always start off with what, how are people, how are people thinking about their business? So, we have to step back. It's got—we call it metacognition. That's what it's called. Um, is where we step back and act like we're a separate person, and then look at how we're thinking and say, "Okay, is that helpful?" And many times it isn't. So the psychological, you know, self-awareness is actually really, really important here when it comes to things like this. Okay, so uh, so that's the uh, the five-dollar cup of coffee. So now, if you want to try this, I'll give you the I'll give you the uh, three things to do here. So I'm just taking a, a sip of this delicious $5 cup of coffee. I, I don't go for the $8 one, so I go for the $5 one. Um, anyway, so the, um, the, the first thing to do is to say, how much do I charge right now? So let's say you, you know, on average, your product or service is, uh, let's say, uh, uh, let's say $200. Let's say it's $200. That's what you're doing. Okay, so whatever it is, you're selling widgets for $200 or some sort of service, $200. And then just say times 10, so now we arrive at a number of $2,000. So we know, okay, now we have our $200 hot dog, and now we have this uh, visionary $2,000 package. So that's what we're imagining now in our brain saying, uh, I don't know, why, any, why would anybody pay $2,000. But we, we don't even know what it is yet, so it's kind of a silly question. So then the next thing is to say, okay, let's, if, that, if we had a box, and you can make a box up if you want, and then you put the $2,000 on it, what would we have to put in the box in order to get people to pay uh, that $2,000? What would you have to do? Now, it might take you a little while to start getting warmed up to this, but you'll start to realizing that well, there's all kinds of things we could do. And you know because we're getting paid more we'd be able to free ourselves up for that you may have other things that are outside your business that you would put in the box but it starts to get you thinking that way and then the uh, then, then the third thing is then to go out and maybe test this out a little bit and just give people that choice you say got my $200 basic thing and we have our $2000 um super duper special thing uh which one would you like and so you don't have to sell it. You're just going to tell them the information and see where where they go. You know, I had one client. She uh, she always charged $10,000. That was her price that she was confident. That was, that was her price confidence ceiling, really, was $10,000. She could never imagine asking for more than that. So we created a $25,000 package, and then we created a $100,000 package. And she went out, and within a very short time, she sold the $100,000 package. And she was just you know, flabbergasted, but of course also excited. And she said, I can't believe that. And I said, well, go back next time and just ask them why they hired you. And she said, why'd you hire me? And they said, well, you were the most expensive, and we wanted the best. So we assumed because you're the most expensive that you're the best. So keep that in mind when you're out there in the marketplace. Okay? So there, there we have it. That's the uh, $5 cup of coffee concept. Now, um, if you want to know more about that, um, I might suggest humbly that you read my book, How to Sell Lobster. This is kind of like the, the Bible of big idea marketing right here. Um, we've sold over a million copies of this book. Uh, it's been published in 25 countries uh, in 12 languages. So it's really taken off over the years people really find this little book. See, it's just a little tiny book here. But uh, it's, you know, they think it's funny, for one, which is fun, uh, helpful. But it's also they go, they go, these are like little gems in here, these these little gems. Whoa, there goes the CD, fell out of the book. Um, anyway, there's little gems. And uh, um, that's, that's in there. That $5 cup of coffee is one of the chapters of it. So you can read that. And uh, if you really like that book, then I recommend you just go all in and get the uh, Return of the Lobster, which is the more recent uh, sequel that takes the whole thing to a whole other level. So people are starting to read this book now, and uh, I'm getting some good feedback there as well. So, so that's one thing. And then the other thing, which is fantastic, uh, is that you um, can uh, get on my mailing list if you're not on it already and subscribe. You can either subscribe to Facebook or Twitter, um, that will get you my stuff or you can actually sign up for our email newsletter where you get in additional uh, content that you won't get from Facebook and Twitter. So that might be something you should do. Um, and finally, this is the my free offer to you, is that if you want to work on this stuff and you would like me to coach you, I offer a free uh, Big Idea Conversation. So what I do is I actually take you through uh, the big idea thinking process and uh, help you come up with a big idea, which would be would part of it would be to say, what's your five dollar cup of coffee? So I'm actually willing to do that with you for free. OK, um, and there's no obligation beyond that. That's just, you know, that's what we do around here. So if you want to have a big idea, book a session with us off our website. Our website is bishopbigideas.com. That's plural. BishopBigIdeas.com. You can go there. You can actually check out some of our other stuff, and uh, also read. Uh, uh, you know, actually schedule the uh, the Big Idea session. Okay, so I'm just going to um, stop now, but uh, you know, I haven't even finished my delicious five dollar cup of coffee here. So I'm hoping that you will develop your five dollar cup of coffee, and then maybe I'll buy it from you. How does that sound? Okay. Thanks.